You're listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast with your host, Jessica Hawks, where we get honest about all things entrepreneurship, balancing life and business, and navigating the world in a digital age. everyone how are we doing i'm recording this on june 15th so a little bit before the episode is gonna launch but like i said i can't remember was this the i think it was the first episode of this season i recorded it more in real time because obviously we record earlier with guests and i loved that it was so fun being able to update everyone in real time so we're doing it again i can't believe this season has come to a close thank you so much for listening i hope that you enjoyed this season we are super excited about season four because we are upgrading our equipment we already have our guest list pretty much in in check already figured out so uh, we're excited season four is going to be really fun and uh, I I cannot believe that I'm going into season four of my own podcast it's really wild and it's so fun I love when I see all of you tagging me on Instagram that you're listening it's super exciting it's really difficult to talk about subjects in a long form setting on platforms like Instagram or TikTok. So I love that I have the podcast to be able to really deep dive into different topics that all of you are interested in. So keep them coming. Message me on Instagram if there's something specific you want to hear about. I love when I get those DMs from you. So yeah. Um, how's this episode going to go? This is going to be a more casual one as the real time ones usually are. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some life updates. I'm also going to talk about mental health in regards to business and I guess just kind of life in general too. This is something that I get a lot of questions about and I said a few weeks ago, it's probably been like a month and a half actually, that I would make an episode about mental health and obviously there's a lot to dive into around this topic and I could talk for a long time about it but we're going to include some mental health talk on this episode. I'm going to kind of dive into my past experiences with mental health, what I'm dealing with now, what I've struggled with in the past and then I'm also going to talk about what's going to be happening soon in the future, what kind of launches we have coming up. So here we go. So starting off with, <laughs> I'm already laughing because anyone who listened to the opening episode of this episode is going to be like, what is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> we are selling our house. Surprise. Um, I, I mentioned this like very briefly on my stories, but yeah, we, our house literally went live um, today. So our house is officially listed on the market. How did this happen? How did we get here? Um, I feel like the, I feel like my life updates just evolve around our house. 
how did we get here so we keep having i feel like every time i close my eyes and open them i'm having to drop like ten thousand dollars on our house whether it's redoing the backyard which we did do i was talking about that in the first episode of this season we did end up doing it it was like twelve thousand dollars no actually it was like fourteen thousand and i was like huh. um but it looks way better now. We had sod installed. We had irrigation installed. So it's way, way better. Um, and so we I, basically, whenever this was all happening, um, we were also like f having to fix the air conditioner at the same time. And while the air conditioning guy was here, I went to Jordan while he was just drumming his heart away in the band room. And I was like, I'm about to blow your mind. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> And I was like, what if we just sold the house and just bought a new house? And he was like, okay. <laughs> I feel like I just drag him along with my constant need for change. Um, but my thought process was, okay, we know that we want to have kids, you know, fairly soon. We have two dogs. I work from home. We have friends over. We have a lot going on in our house. And it's, you know, it's three bedrooms. So we have our master bedroom. We have the guest bedroom. And we have my office, which counts as a bedroom. And I'm like, where are we going to put a kid when we have a kid? We have not very much storage because our house was built in 1940. So it's really cool because it's built in 1940. But people in 1940 didn't need to store that much stuff, apparently, because we have basically no storage whatsoever so I was just like okay well the market's amazing right now our house has already increased in value over two hundred thousand dollars because of the market and the work that we've put into it since we bought it eight months ago so my thought process is well why don't we just sell the house now and maybe buy a new house that then evolved into okay, let's build a house because I still have a lot and I've posted this on my Instagram. I still have a lot that's on the water. It's about 15 minutes away from us. So it's a little bit farther out. We are literally like three minutes from downtown, which is so nice, but our lot is like 15 minutes out. It's waterfront. We could build a dock and go paddle boarding or if we wanted to get a boat in the future, which we probably will not get a boat, but it's just it's so nice and it's so beautiful out there so we're kind of we were kind of weighing the pros against the cons and we're really struggling to find a house we've been looking for you know around a month now and it's really difficult i feel like i'm so picky about what i want and i feel like i'm very easygoing in a lot of ways but with the house that i'm in i feel like i'm so picky about the environment that surrounds me because it's super important for me because of the fact that I work from home. I'm home a lot. You know, I'm out a lot, but I'm also home a lot. And I get really inspired when I'm in an amazing place. And the houses, we live in South Carolina, so it's very much so like the low country feel. And a lot of the houses around here are not my style in any way. They're very like gray and white and minimal. And I am so the opposite of that. I love Victorian style homes, Tudor style homes, dark hardwoods, really high ceilings. And it's been a struggle trying to find that. So 
we came to the conclusion of okay let's just build a house so i'm already in the process of doing that i'm learning so much in this process i learned so much with buying our house and all the renovations we did but i am learning so much from the building process and we're literally only a few weeks in so we have our surveys we have our you know septic tank permits all of that so right now we just need to get our building plans in place get our permit and then hit ground and me saying that sounds way simpler than it actually is because there's nothing about this process that's simple it's just constantly chasing people down <sighs> it's really overwhelming but apparently i just love being overwhelmed because i keep putting myself in these situations um so yeah that's where we're at right now our plan is to you know see what we can get for our house um see if we can get a lot of cash on it we have a lot of equity in the house so we'll see what happens if we sell it really really quickly then we're gonna have to rent for a while which will be interesting um or if we don't sell it quickly, then maybe it'll line up well with building. Who knows? But that's where we're at. And I'm so excited to share that process. I started a personal Instagram and a personal TikTok. I haven't posted anything on either. Some of you may be following it. I think I have like 50 followers on my personal Instagram. Um, so I think some of you have found it. But <laughs> I haven't posted anything. But I plan on sharing a lot more about the building process and decorating and all of that on my personal page I think that would be really fun I love seeing that stuff so yeah I'm I'm really really excited so um so that's pretty much what's going on in terms of the house a lot different than the opening episode like I said what else is going on I have a couple trips planned up so planned up planned coming up so me and Jordan are going to California at the end of this month, at the end of June, for VidCon. If you follow me on Instagram, which I assume most of you who listen to this do follow me on Instagram, you will see that today we posted that I'm going to be at VidCon 2022. So weird. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> I don't know how I can confidently speak to like 850,000 people on my TikTok, but when it comes to public speaking and actually having to look at the people, I'm like, oh, just, <laughs> I can't do it. Um, so I'm pretty nervous, but I'm also really excited because I used to watch, I was obsessed with YouTube when I was younger and uh, I would always see my favorite YouTubers going to VidCon and I thought it would be so cool. And I cannot believe that I am going to be a VidCon. I am speaking on behalf of Kajabi, which is a platform where I run all of my courses. And they invited me to be a speaker on their panel, which is really, really crazy. So we are going to be in California. We're going to go to VidCon. We are going to go to the Hall. I think it's Hollywood Comedy Club. Um, so we're going to go to LA for a day. We're going to go to Long Beach. I've never been to California. Jordan's never been to California. So that'll be a really fun trip. And then we'll get back and I will be pretty much leaving a week later to go on our team retreat. So all of my team and my photographer, Jackie, and my hair and makeup artist, Vera, we are going to be going to California. So I think there's going to be like nine of us at this retreat. We will be in Yucca Valley, Yucca Valley, right outside of Palm Springs at this 
insane Airbnb. I mean, it is like unreal, this Airbnb. It's so wild. It's really cool. You'll see all of it if you're following me on Instagram. Um, but we're going to be there around July 4th. We'll be there for about five days on our team retreat. We have two photo shoots happening. We have a photo shoot for my brand because I like desperately need new photos. I have used the ones that I took with Jackie in New York to death. I'm sure you're all tired of seeing them. <laughs> um, so I need new photos. And then we're also having a full day shoot with everyone for something really really exciting i've like gone back and forth about saying what it is but it is related to clothing so that'll be launching probably a couple months after um the retreat maybe even sooner it might be like a month and a half but yeah i'm so excited for that it's there's just a lot of really exciting things happening um but that's going to be interesting. We are having, um, we'll probably have like a chef in to cook a dinner for us one night. We are having um, one of my co-coaches for DCA, Addison. She is a certified hypnotherapist. So she's going to be doing a hypnotherapy session for us, which will be really fun. I've never done hypnotherapy, but I'm so excited for that. I'm just like, oh my God, it's going to be an intense couple weeks of traveling. I like I said, I, most of you know, I live in South Carolina and I am about 45 minutes away from Savannah. I live really close to an island here in South Carolina, Hilton Head Island. And so it's fairly difficult to travel long distances out of the airport that's closest to us, but I'm doing it. And yeah, there's layovers. It's going to be a, a lot of pretty tiring travel, but I am so excited. It's going to be really fun. Okay, so moving on to mental health. Um, I have, I get a lot of questions about this. Um, I've talked pretty openly about trauma that I've experienced. I talked about this a lot on the very first episode ever of Digital State of Mind. Um, a lot of the stuff that I went through when I was younger I, you know, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 15. I, well, I guess I should, I'm going to put a, a trigger warning on this um, ahead of time. I'm going to be talking about um, a variety of things like abuse, depression, self-harm, medications, intrusive thoughts, things like that. So if you don't want to listen to those things that you can skip ahead to the end of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about some upcoming launches. Um, and yeah, I, I love you either way. But if you want to kind of hear my more about my experience with those things, and especially dealing with those things in terms of business, because that can be really difficult we're going to dive in. So I moved out of my parents' house when I was 15. I moved in with my brother um, from ever since I can remember up until, I mean, even now, I was experiencing a lot of um, emotional abuse from my mom. And I, um, I started self-harming when I was around, I want to say, 11 and I still, I would say that I officially, you know, pretty much stopped around the time that I was 19. And I still struggle with it now. 
there are certain things that will put me back in that headspace. There will certain there are certain things that I will see that will make me have that urge and it's really really difficult to deal with. Um I was experiencing, I would say I started experiencing depression around 14. I also still struggle with that now. And I have throughout the years been on various depression medications. I have, um, I was recently diagnosed with ADHD in 2021. Um, 2021 is when I started going to therapy more regularly. Um, before that, the only therapy I'd been exposed to was a counselor that I was court appointed to go to with my mom. Um, but there were a lot of there are a lot of things in my childhood that were so incredibly traumatic to me. Um, you know, throughout my childhood, especially when I was leaving my parents' home, the cops were called multiple times. Um, and, you know, it was just a lot for someone so young to have to deal with. I never really felt like I was experiencing childhood. I felt like I was always in the, the state of having to be an adult, even though I was a child throughout my entire life. And um, there's a lot that could be, you know, dived deeply into in regards to that. But the point of all of that is that those things... 100% carry over into your business. And what I will say about having a business is that it reveals so many layers to you or layers of you that you have pushed down for so long. When you are in a corporate job or you're in a nine to five space, you are really used to the routine. You're kind of used to what you're doing day in and day out and it's very easy to kind of numb yourself to those things that have happened in your past and once you start a business you are very exposed in a lot of ways you're having to push yourself out of your comfort zone you are being put in situations where you are having to lead other people or take charge or put yourself out there and a lot of those situations will reveal things to you where you're like oh, I didn't realize that I was still struggling with this one thing from when I was younger because I've been pushing it down for so long and your business will just pull back all of those layers. And I think that that's a really jarring thing to a lot of people when they enter the entrepreneurial space or the business space online because you're expecting the challenges that you face to mostly be surrounding business. You're not expecting those to be about you as a person or about the experiences that you've had in your life. So it's it really can catch you off guard. I also think one of the things that a lot of people don't talk about is the fact that when you experience any kind of trauma, and I know that a lot of the audience that I have on Instagram and TikTok has experienced this because a lot of times people will share this with me. But anytime that you experience any type of trauma that is held in your body um, and it can often manifest itself in terms of fight or flight modes in your body. And so when it comes to something like starting a business, a lot of people will have really deep fear surrounding something like that and not really understand why and a lot of times we will chalk it up to 
okay, well, these are just the typical fears that you experience when you are starting a business, you know, being scared to push yourself out of your comfort zone. But I think even deeper than that, a lot of it lies in trying to keep yourself safe because that's what you have done for so long in your life because you've experienced traumatic situations and your body has learned and your mind has learned how to keep you safe and how to keep you out of those situations and how to make sure you avoid those situations. Um, You know, even also I want to add to that that it can really skew your sense of identity especially if as from a very young age you've had to constantly cater to other people's feelings or the people closest to you have pushed you to your extremes I mean I think before the age of 15 I had tried to commit suicide twice and that's not normal (laughs) Like, by any means, that is not normal. And I I remember having the worst, to me, what would be the worst thoughts of wishing people that were the closest to me, around me, weren't there anymore, just so that I wouldn't have to go through what I was going through. Wishing I wasn't there anymore, so that I wouldn't have to go through what I was going through. And when you experience things like that, it is so so traumatic for you that you start to lose your sense of identity and it can be really difficult for you to not only decide okay is starting a business actually what I want what do I even want as a person and then when you're in your business it can be really difficult for you to have a sense of identity in terms of figuring out what you want out of your business because you've never been taught to think about what you want. You've always been taught to think about what other people want. Like I said, there are so, so many layers to this, um, but it's it, it really affects you in business in so many ways. And to any of you who are starting a business or have already started a business and are experiencing any of that, I want you to know that a lot of that is coming from things that are totally outside of your control that are now being brought to the surface because you are starting to push yourself in ways that you never have before. And you are starting to prioritize yourself in ways that you never have before. And while that's a good thing, it can bring up a lot of bad things. So coming back to kind of where I'm at right now. Like I said, in 2021 was when I started to go to therapy more frequently. Um, I actually stopped seeing the therapist I was seeing in 2021, not for any particular reason. I just kind of fell off from it and I really need to kind of explore those options again and figure out what I need specifically. Um, But I was diagnosed with ADHD in 2021, which helped explain a lot of things to me in terms of the way my brain works and how I work with how I worked with clients and how I work within my business. And one of the biggest rewards that my business in general brought me was the ability to even afford therapy. I had never explored therapy when I was in my corporate job, not because I didn't want to, but because I knew that I wouldn't be able to afford it. I mean, the therapist that I went to in 2021, it was around $200 per session, and that was completely out of pocket because I didn't have insurance. I still don't have insurance. I'm working on it, okay? Um, (laughs) um, I didn't have health insurance, so $200 out of pocket. A lot of health insurances don't even cover therapy, which is so wild to me, but... um, 
the I never could afford it before. And if you're in that situation, I am so sorry because that is the worst feeling to try to work on yourself and have that desire to go to a therapist so that you can heal these things inside your body to become and your mind to become a better person but know that you don't have the means to do it and starting a business that's one of the best things it gave me was the ability to focus on my mind and my body and my soul I have booked I mean I have tried so many things since starting my business because I've had the means to do it I have done therapy I have started doing yoga more regularly. I've tried acupuncture. I've tried sound healing. I've done energy readings. And I, I'm even, I'm talking right now to other people. I don't even know how you would describe them. But other people who are, you do like past life regressions and things like that that are so interesting. And some of them were flunks and I didn't like them. <laughs> A lot of them especially the sound healing. I've talked about this a little bit on my Instagram, but I think that the sound healing session that I did, I did this in Asheville. And before, I never would have even thought of doing it because it would have been outside of my budget. I um, mean, it wasn't even that much. It was, I think it was around 150 or so. Um, but I would have never been able to have that type of disposable income before. That was one of the most pivotal moments of my life. I mean, I was bawling at the end of it because I I could feel it healing me as a person. And it's it makes me want to cry even talking about it because it was so powerfully emotional for me. Um, but I would have never been able to experience that had I not started a business and had the means to do it. And, you know, something else that I want to kind of talk about is the fact that I think a lot of people believe that once you get to a certain point in your business, you are just content and happy and kind of floating by and you've kind of made it, you know, once you hit this certain income goal, you've made it. Or once you're only working this amount of hours per week, you've made it. And what I want to tell you, coming from someone who I now have a multiple seven-figure business, I have a team of, you know, seven people, I can travel whenever I want, I've bought a house, I'm building my dream house, I am happily married, I have two dogs, all, all of these really cool things in my life. Something that I can tell you is that the issues that you deal with before, they don't fully go away. And in fact, having a business and starting to experience success brings on an entirely new layer of responsibility and doubt and guilt. And yeah, I mean, doubt about yourself is one of the hugest things. And even just those issues that you've had, I mean, I still experience depression. I still experience major anxiety. I have had multiple panic attacks while having a seven-figure business and almost every single day I struggle with intrusive thoughts. I've talked about this a little bit on my um, Instagram story as well but I have struggled with intrusive thoughts for a while. I would say at least since I was 15 and within the past few years they've gotten increasingly worse and I'm not going to share what those intrusive thoughts are because they're 
my podcast would probably get banned. (laughs) Um, But they're really bad. And, you know, even on a lighter level, even just the intrusive thoughts about your business and, you know, thinking your business is going to just crumble to the ground the next day or thinking that nobody likes you or that, you know, you have this right now, but it's all going to disappear a week from now or you'll never be able to make your business sustainable. Those are like my light intrusive thoughts the others are far darker than that um but even those like quote-unquote light intrusive thoughts are so so overwhelming and it's really really difficult to manage that while also trying to manage a business and showing up and bringing positivity into people's lives and trying to help them or work with your clients and, you know, be someone, be a shoulder for them to lean on. So if you are someone who is experiencing that or has experienced that, is struggling with intrusive thoughts, is struggling with anxiety, depression, um, depersonalization, I've struggled with that before, If you are struggling with those things, I want you to know that that is not a reflection of you as a business owner. That is a reflection of things that were inflicted on you, likely that were 100% out of your control. And even being able to recognize those things in yourself and say, okay, this is not something I like, this is something that I want to work on is so huge because a lot of people, a lot of past generations wouldn't do that they would just push it down it would never get resolved it would never be worked on and it would bleed into every facet of their life and affect it negatively so even being able to recognize that is a huge factor a huge feat and all of those things are not a reflection of you as a business owner by any means they're really not even a reflection of you as a person because I know that I'm a good person. I know that I will do anything for my friends and family. I know that I will go out of my way to make other people comfortable, even if it means me feeling uncomfortable. That's not always the best thing, but I'm, I'm referring to good scenarios with that. Um, but I know that I'm a good person. That doesn't mean that I also don't struggle with depression and anxiety and intrusive thoughts and all of these things that are really terrible to have to deal with. So it's not a reflection of you and it doesn't mean that you can't achieve success. So even if you are thinking about starting a business but feeling like, well, what will clients think of my depression or what will people think of me if I admit that I'm struggling with this? I want you to know that a lot of people are struggling with those things and the right people, the right community for you, the right clients for you will be so compassionate with you and so understanding of that, that it won't even be a thought in your mind. Um, I know from my perspective with hiring a team and having a big team, whenever someone says to me on my team, hey, I am really struggling. I'm having a really bad mental health day. I need to just take the day off. I'm like, do it. Do it because I want you to feel good about the work you're doing and I want to feel good about cultivating a really healthy team dynamic. So the right clients are not going to judge you for that. And something else that I want to mention is that things can exist at the same time. 
you can be an amazing business owner and also struggle with depression or anxiety or ADHD or intrusive thoughts or insert any other thing that you might be struggling with. Those things can coexist. They've had to coexist within my own business. Um, and I'm going to kind of talk through some of the things that I have incorporated into my life that have helped me a lot with this. Um, but before I do that, I also want to mention that social media can be really, really helpful for helping you work through these things and helping you maybe realize something you were struggling with, especially TikTok. There's a lot of talk around mental health and people sharing their experience. And a lot of people have been able to find really great resources or been able to get something diagnosed that they were unsure of what they were struggling with before. At the same time, there's also so much self-help information on TikTok and on Instagram that it can be really, really overwhelming. <laughs> and a lot of that information is conflicting and it can make you constantly think about things. For example, you could think that you are in like the most healthy relationship ever with your partner. Something, a video could pop up on TikTok talking about, oh, does your partner do this? And then you're like, oh, wait, my partner does do that. Does that mean that we aren't in a healthy relationship? And then you start questioning things. And granted sometimes that's validated a lot of the times it isn't and it's someone's exclusive experience being shared that's completely separate from yours but because now that you've seen it you're starting to question things that you were totally happy about before and that can be factored into any facet of your life whether it's just your general body health or your mental health or your relationships or your business etc but I just wanted to kind of put that out there as a bit of like a warning, I guess, because I've found myself falling into that where I'll see something on TikTok and I'm like, oh my God, I need to be doing that. I need to be taking those supplements and making that type of breakfast every morning and having that morning routine and having this conversation with my partner and incorporating this into my schedule. And before I know it, I'm driving myself insane thinking about all of these things I need to be doing that I'm not doing when I wasn't even thinking about them before. So just wanted to kind of put that out there that it's okay to not pay attention to that type of content, especially if you are already perfectly happy with the way things are going for you. It can be really overwhelming and I'm not a fan of the word toxic because I feel like we just throw it around all the time, but it can be toxic for you at the end of the day. So with that being said, what are some of the things that, that I have incorporated into my business and my life that have helped me want to preface this by saying that I still struggle all the time, <laughs> still struggle all the time. And some days for me, that means being like, you know what, I'm struggling today, but too bad. <laughs> Hear Jordan coughing incessantly in the background. <laughs> Sometimes that means for me that I am struggling and I'm like, you know what? I am just going to push through this because I know what I need to get done and I'm going to feel way better if I just get it done instead of leaning into this. Some days for me, that means being like, all right, I'm totally mentally checked out today. I'm just going to take a break. But some things that I have regularly incorporated are prioritizing myself and my health in my schedule over work. And I know that sounds very counterintuitive because we are always taught that work comes first. And while work is incredibly important, you can 
get your work done while also taking care of yourself as a person. I know it's very shocking and crazy to think about because corporate America teaches us that those things can't exist together, but they can. So I always prioritize anything that I want to get done for myself before I prioritize work, whether that is scheduling in time for working out or taking a walk, whether that's time scheduling in massages or getting my nails done or getting my hair done or doing acupuncture or therapy or sound healing or whatever that is for you. Think about the things that make you feel good and make you feel like you are healing yourself in a way and prioritize those into your schedule first. After that, work can be fit in and it will be fit in, but we often tend to prioritize work and then everything about ourselves personally falls off to the wayside. We don't think about it. We push it to another day because we naturally prioritize work, but you can get both of them done. It's really important to prioritize yourself first. Another thing that I've incorporated is trying anything and everything. I have always been really open-minded in terms of most everything, I would like to believe. (laughs) Um, But when it comes to working on yourself, I know a lot of people have aversions to therapy for many reasons or aversions to things like hypnotherapy or energy readings or sound therapy because it sounds like it's very commercialized or... Like it's only popular because influencers have made it popular or whatever your belief is around that. I have tried so many new things. And like I said, while some of them have not been great and not been not just not my favorite, some of them have been almost life changing for me. So I think keeping a really open mind and paying attention to all of the options out there are super important because you never know what's going to work for you. You never know what is going to be life-changing for you or is going to bring up something that you're then able to heal and then able to become a better version of yourself. So keeping all of those things in mind, I think are really, really important. I think along with that, paying attention in your business, even if you're in the very beginning stages or if you are years into your business, paying attention to what you're struggling with in that moment with your mindset. Because at the end of the day, your business is 70, 80% mindset and 20 to 30% strategy. So paying attention to your mindset and what you're struggling with and then making a concerted effort to address that is huge. Something that I struggle with a lot in my business is money mindset and kind of starting to pull back towards the lack mindset that I always had growing up and when I was working corporate jobs, that's something really difficult for me. So I make a big effort to work on money mindset, seek out people who specialize in that, who teach about that, listen to podcasts about that read about the actual like scientific proof behind your thoughts and how they manifest into your life and how they manifest into your finances. Those things are all helpful to me because it keeps me out of an anxious lack mindset and it rather puts me into a safe abundant mindset or at least responsible mindset around finances 
So I encourage you to do that no matter what facet of your mindset that is. It may be self-doubt. It may be showing up. It may be money. It may be strategy. Whatever it is, pay attention to what you find the most most anxiety ado- anxiety inducing in your business and then make an effort to reconcile that sign up for a masterclass, do your research listen to podcasts read some books about it make a constant effort to address that thing that you're struggling with in terms of mindset whenever you can because neglecting that and just kind of steamrolling forward in your business and hoping that it will go away is going to get you nowhere fast And along with this, I think just realizing that your mindset is a constant work in progress in your business. I know people who are making seven figures in their business and who focus really heavily on mindset. And to me, I view them as mindset experts. And to them, they will admit, I struggle with this stuff every single day. So realizing that even the people that you look up to the most are struggling a lot can be really freeing in the sense of it lets you accept the fact that people can be really successful but can also be struggling at the same time. What's most important is that you recognize when you're struggling and that you make an effort to help yourself in those moments. I also have really been making an effort lately to step back more from social media and focus on things like reading and journaling. I'm not the best journaler. Literally every time I open my my journal, I'm like, oh, it's been like three months since I last wrote in here. Um, So I'm making an effort to be better about that. (laughs) Um, But realizing what habits help you, like I've been taking a walk almost every single day and that's something that really helps me it helps my business, it helps my relationship, and making those things a priority while realizing, okay, this probably isn't going to solve all of my problems, I'm going to have to constantly work on this no matter how successful my business is, can be, can be a consolation to you in knowing I can be successful, I can also be struggling. I know I've said it, but I think it's super important to remember. Okay, so... With all of that said, please let me know if you want me to dive deeper into mental health and my experience with it. There's so many things that I could deep dive into. Oh my God, so many things. (laughs) Um, And it's, you know, those things are hard to talk about, but I think it's also really healing to talk about them. And it's healing for me to share it with all of you because I know so many of you are struggling with the same things or have struggled with the same things and it can be really helpful. So I'm happy to deep dive more into those topics if you'd like. But I'm going to now deep dive, not really deep dive because there's not too much to talk about, but some upcoming launches that we have. Okay, so... Season three of Digital State of Mind is wrapping up. It is June 15th today. We have the next round of Digital Creatives Academy starting on July 11th. So our current round, DCA 7.0, wraps up next week. Our next round, DCA 8.0, starts on July 11th. Digital Creatives Academy is a 10-week program. It's technically 11 weeks because we have a break week in there, but it's a 10-week program that is fully designed to 
help you start your business. So you have access to a ton of modules created by me that walk you through everything from the beginning of legalities and finances all the way to the end of working with clients and scaling your business. You also have access to a full suite of trainings made by me and all of my team on like a million different programs that you might be needing to use with your clients or in your own business. You have access to me and the co-coaches and pretty much all of my team Monday through Friday in Slack. We also have group calls twice a week. So One of those calls is with a guest expert where we dive into topics like branding, sales, sales psychology, marketing, finances, systems and client experience, copywriting. I mean, we have all the bases covered and I'm telling you the guest experts that we have in the program are worth the price of the program alone. It is wild the amount of amazing guest experts we have. And then the other call during the week is either with me or it's with your co-coaches where you can do hot seat coaching and ask us anything that you want. I also do some trainings on our group calls. I just recently did a TikTok training, which was really fun. And you also have access to a community of other entrepreneurs who are starting their business. And that's one of the hugest parts that everyone comes away from it saying, I loved this about it because it's so helpful to have that accountability and have friends who truly understand what you're going through when you're experiencing highs in your business and when you're experiencing lows in your business. So it's an amazing program. We start the next round on July 11th. We are already almost halfway full, which is crazy to me. (laughs) We always have people sign up like months in advance which I love. Um, But if you're interested in signing up for Digital Creatives Academy, the link will be in the show notes or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok. As far as other launches, we will be um, launching the next season of Digital State of Mind soon. We don't have a specific launch date for that, but we're trying to get the seasons out faster because I know it's hard waiting in between seasons. So we will have that launch date very soon for you. We also have a new course coming up for Fluent University, which is the business that I have with one of my co-coaches, Sydney Kerr, who was my first one-on-one student. We have a new course launching in July, end of July. We haven't officially announced what it's about, but keep an eye out for that. And then obviously, like I said, we have a team retreat coming up beginning of July and we are shooting photographs for something that I am so excited about. I'm literally busting at the seams at wanting to tell you all. If I want you to DM me on Instagram and guess what you think we're taking photographs for, what we're going to be launching. Um, yeah, please DM me and give me your guesses because I want to know. And that's probably going to be launching, like I said, within a month and a half, two months after July. So a lot going on. We have a new course launching. I think it's in September um, for Fluent University as well. So, so much happening um, to keep up to date with all of this. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Jessica Hawks. And as always, would love it if you leave a review. Um, I love doing the podcast. I love that I'm able to put out so much free 
educational content for you, but your reviews really do help a lot in terms of making this something that I can sustainably do for a long time and continue to make a free resource for all of you. So if you will please leave a review, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you will leave a review and leave a written review, that helps so, so much. I know everyone says it. I know but it takes like two seconds, all right? Please review. Please leave a review. <laughs> the first time I said that, it just came out all jumbled. So yeah, make sure to follow me at, at It's Jessica Hawks on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for being here. Please message me on Instagram if you have any ideas for what you'd like to hear on the show. You can also leave it in a review. I read every single one of them and it makes me want to cry when I read them because it warms my heart so much. So yeah, thank you for being here and I will talk to you on season four. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hawks, and I am so happy to have you here. Follow along with us on Instagram at the Digital State of Mind so that we can stay connected with you and get your feedback on what you want to hear on the show. I know everyone says this, but we're serious, okay? <laughs> Talk to you next time.